Welcome back to Undefined. This week, I speak with Josh King, where we discuss identity and race. We did record this in a coffee shop, so bear with us. The Undefined podcast is available on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, so make sure to go check out some of their episodes if you haven't already. If you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends and follow us on Facebook. Thank you so much for stopping in, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Undefined Podcast. Doing this. What are you doing? On the podcast. Let's get up. So anyways, identity. I'm so tired. <laughs> Why are you tired? Uh, I don't know. Because I've been getting a ton of sleep lately. But Is this because you feel like you have no nothing to do the next day? or <laughs> I, Maybe. <laughs> I'm kind of meandering right now. Jobless. Unemployed. <laughs> Just... Floating through the world. Floating through existence. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm. Get that voodoo crap out of here. <laughs> no, I am. Um, I don't know, so don't know why. I'm so tired. Working out a lot more. Getting used to that. Uh, my workouts have gotten a lot more intense. I think I might go five days a week. It's impressive, buddy. It's impressive, buddy, he says. <laughs> um, so, identity. Identity? Yeah. What do you write? Oh, identity? wait, what am I? What do I yeah. think of identity? Yeah. I think... I don't know. I, I'm just me, and I, I think that there was there is a there was an issue mm. with like Christian culture growing up stripping away people's identities. Interesting. What do you mean by that? As in, like they're just like stripping away identity and just give, they just give it all to God. You know, mm. Jesus is my identity. But don't people do that with anything? Well, they shouldn't. Their work. Their well, education, yeah, well, yeah, but that's not their status in life. Well, that's mom, not being still a mom, dad, still not good, I mean, right? Like those, it's like I don't know. I just I I think you are who you are, and that's your identity. Right. Like you're Josh, I'm, I'm Keegan, and th- that's it. That's all. Like there's no, there doesn't need to be any more like complexity to that other than. The complexity of who you are, which I mean, we're all complex, but it's like right. the issue is people stripping away. You know, you, you the, the the you doesn't matter. It's like oh, you're just you know a Christ follower. But I think that I don't think that's how it's seen in Christianity. At least that's never how I've how I've perceived it. Yeah, well, you'd never perceive things how most of the people perceive it. <laughs> I've been taught that it's just stripping me away from my who just I am. Just so everyone knows, I'm sitting across from a universalist. 
Christian Universalist. Christian Universalist. Doesn't believe in hell. It's not true. Doesn't believe in hell. Not doesn't true. believe in sin. That's not true. None not of what real. He, not what he's He's practically saying. an atheist. He's very much lying right now. <laughs> Straight to my face. Yeah. <laughs> I hopefully, can do what I want. Hopeful universalists do believe in sin. Sin corrupts. Bro. I would say, at least in the way that I perceived it to be, with Christian identity, it's not that Jesus is stripping me of who I am. He's actually showing me who I actually am supposed to be. Like, in the perfect sense of, like, Christ is like, hey, like, come follow me so that you know what it means to be fully human. That's what Christian identity is. I'm making Josh into who he's always supposed to be. I'm not stripping him of... Okay. Well, wait, okay. There's, but there's no, like, supreme version of you. No, it's not supreme. It's I, more, well, like there's no perfect version of you. Like it's it's tr- not perfect. striving to reach a perfectionist state. It's is not so striving. It's bad like for you. it's like Josh. This is who you are, right? Like Josh, you are this person, right? And I'm showing you what it means to like be just who you are. A you strong, don't, independent black, black woman. Man. Yeah, black woman. woman. Sure. Um, <laughs> but it, it is the idea of like this is why it's funny because. Oh man, it's some Christians get so hung up on, well, morality or doing like they perceive to be the right things and they're striving to do that. But that's not what Jesus is telling us to do. Like, he's like, I'm showing you what it means to do this. And like, if you want to live in perfect love, this is what it looks like. The perfection is love, that's it, nothing else. And then the other thing out of that flows from that. Josh, I'm showing you what it means to truly love people and love them in the way that they're always supposed to be loved. This guy's just trying to... <laughs> preaching at me right now. <laughs> uh, okay. Tie the plates in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're gonna... Can I just call the worship team up? <laughs> can I... I just need the worship team to come up really just right now. Can I just get this? Can we get this? Just put your hands up in the air. Yeah. Uh, I just want people to, everyone close your eyes. Raise your hands. I got people all over the room right now. All over the room. All over the room. All over the room. I see you. I see that I see hand. I see you. I see you. I see that hand. I see you. Nobody. You know what's funny too? <laughs> I think the church fathers, they didn't have it perfect, but I think when you go back and read a lot of the things that they're doing, they're so less concerned about trying to get it right and more about just existing in who Christ is like they're just like here's a supreme being of love and it's like how do we best legitimately do that in the midst of just all this crap that's happening in life who even are you my guy <laughs> my name is Josh King I'm a black male from Florida <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's what I think that's what I think I don't the insecurities there's still insecurities in my life but they've <coughs> slowly have faded out excuse me well here's the thing okay wait time out why don't you tell me who you are I know who you are because we're good friends but tell tell my audience who you are and well most of them will know you anyway because this is probably going to reach five whole people. Five whole people. Five whole people. Five old people. Um, five old people. Five old people. Um, my name is Josh King. 
I am I live in Florida, Indiana. I work for a company called NeighborLink. It's a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. Uh, I used to work in a church. Um, never again. I was kidding. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Um, it's never again. That's right. It's seeming that way right now. I have open hands. I don't know. Um, I am just. I I I will just. I do. I love Jesus. I think Jesus is amazing. Keegan's rolling his eyes right now. I think he is the. And the, to quote the Mandalorian, the way. That was really loud. It was really loud. Uh, we're at a coffee shop. I'm not. We're not recording this normally. <laughs> I mean, Josh is giving probably the most awkward introduction of his entire life That's right now. That's very true. To be fair, we didn't to, well, to be fair, literally, starting out podcasting, starting out recording with a mic is so weird. I bet. Like, this is very awkward. It, it's... But like you have to get you have to get entirely used to it before yeah. you get into the point where it's like you're just having a conversation with a person because... Like, if you listen to the first few episodes of, of my podcast, it's like, it's just, you're, I was talking alone to nobody at all, and there's the mic there, and it's just like, oh, it's just you and your thoughts. What do I and do? mic. Yeah. So anyway, we could redo this uh, intro. Hey, I'm Josh King. I work for non for profit Cool. I have a wife, friends, family, lover of Jesus, lover of coffee. Cool. Lover of sushi. That's me, baby. Sushi is really good yes it is i want sushi right now <laughs> keegan's having cravings right now i'm having cravings <laughs> his know. butt also hurts not for me but okay from his butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah put that uh, in your pipe and smoke it yeah well i'll tell you this i've, I've been biking a lot and mm. my hip hurts so it was very rude of you i'll say this just so everyone is aware that I'm not just asking a weird question, okay? Because we were talking about this the other week in my car. We were. Uh, but, like, you are a black man. No. What? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just so. I mean, Holy crap. You didn't know? I didn't know. I thought I was green this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. If you don't know what, wait, if you think that green is brown, what color do you think you are? <laughs> I'm colorblind. <laughs> I see no colors. That's what I was going to ask you about. I hate people. I hate when When people say, I don't see color, That's what do you think about that? Because honestly, it's just because I heard someone say it the other day. I was actually watching Woke. The, oh, yeah. Good show. show. It's a good show. It's good funny. show. And it's on Hulu. Yes. Uh, and he was, he like did this rant about that. Yeah. I don't know what you think about that, like, about the whole I don't see color thing. Like, what do you think? You think that's a, people are just being, are just like a little misled? Oh yeah, 100%. I think anytime you, inherently, okay, whatever worldview you come from, Christian, atheist, whatever, we all have different ethnicities, cultures, backgrounds, things like that. And when you're deriving, literally saying to someone, well, I don't see color, well, that's, kind of making it a lot worse so it's like you don't see i i see you you're white male like am not okay white female <laughs> i don't know it's just it's 2022 i guess you do whatever you want um <laughs> no i think it's just 
when when America's so weird with race, man. They just really are. Yeah. You 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 go to any part of the country and you're like, you know, I'm I am like I am proud to be a black male. I come yeah. from very my dad's a black male, my brothers are black men. Like Right. It's, it's your family. My family. Like what what is wrong with seeing that? And yeah. I think there's complexities and intention that goes within that and then when you come to say someone like well i don't see color well you're kind of just saying well i don't see parts of you right you know which it is part of me like, yeah which it's like it's stupid because unless you're blind right you or literally you well even if you're colorblind, even colorblind you still you know. see the different you tones still see the different it's tones, like right it's like you can see yeah. this you're just ignoring it. You're choosing to. Yeah, which it's like, I get, I guess I understand. Like, it's a good sentiment. The sentiment is like, oh, that's nice. Like, yeah. I guess you, you don't want to see color because you're trying to say, you know, there is no difference between us or something like but that. But there is. <laughs> but and there is beautiful. a difference. And it's like, but that's a good thing. Right. And it's like, we can learn from each other. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's interesting because, I don't know, I think there's like maybe a prevailing sentiment. Or maybe it's just what I get from a lot of like white liberal people Ugh. is that it's like let yeah sorry <laughs> I'm pretty I swing to the left and <laughs> I love everyone from the right to the left but my liberal brothers and sisters can be well most. it's just no it's like really, the really far left they're very it's, annoying well it's just it's, it's identity politics yeah well it's like it's it's always like well let's learn like it's always like looking to black people to teach. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm looking at you, and it's like, well, what am I doing wrong? And right. It's like, well, what are you talking about, dude? Like, right. it's supposed to be like, we're just supposed to live together, like, right. be friends and 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 do life together, and all these kinds of other things. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it was it's interesting because in our friendship, it's been an interesting thing where we've both said, hey. Why is it this way? Right. Like, for right. instance, we were talking about showering. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> white people are weird, man. That's right, a wash sure. But it's weird that you guys think we do. I, I just, how do you clean yourself? Well, okay. I found this out recently. But apparently, well, I, I, I mean, I do this too. I wash with a, bo- a bar of soap. I wash with a bar of soap and shampoo. Okay, and that's it. That's that's all I use. Wow. But <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I don't use, I don't like loofahs. I think they're gross. Yeah. But like, apparently, like washcloths are a big thing. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was true, so I asked you about it, and you use a washcloth, which yeah. is disgusting. I'm like, how do you clean yourself? <laughs> how do you scrub your feet? How do you scrub anything? You're using your hand? That's disgusting. You want to know the truth? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I, like, just washed my feet. It was, like, last month, maybe. Oh, dude, that's sick. You wash your feet every yes. day? Literally, yes. I scrub why? my feet. I don't want them to be dirty. I, why? They're meant to be on the and ground. And sometimes I do walk around barefoot a lot, so... I walk around barefoot all the time. Yeah. I, I just scrub the bottom of my feet when I'm done. I don't want to track that in the house. You don't want to track that around. I guess it's, I mean... Sort of fair. I just, yeah, I don't. I know. love I never being. Thought about that. I love just being barefoot. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta wash my feet. And then I also like, especially during the summer, like on our non for profit, we help do projects, and 
it's sweaty. I get sweaty yeah. and I get gross. So I gotta wash my feet. I gotta scrub. Yeah. But I mean, like that's just a example. That's just one little fun, like right. funny example of right. just like it's uh, the differences don't make one person less than. No. Which is it's funny with us because I'm a white atheist and you're a black Christian. Right. So it's just like we. On the outside, at least, it should be like, uh, like we shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't even be friends. Right, shouldn't. Like uh, well, this is what the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the Bible says. Well, I'm according sorry. to Westboro Baptist Church, oof, or the KKK. Yeah, <laughs> you should be my friend. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, what did you say? Well, I should be if you're the part of the KKK, white nationalist group. Yeah. White Christian nationalist group. Um, you shouldn't be friends. Well, why, 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 how does that make you feel that it's still around? The KKK? Yeah, because I mean, it makes me, sense. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's like, I don't, I, like, honestly, I, I don't get it at all. Freedom of speech? Well, yeah, but, like, I still don't, I guess it's one of those things where I get it, but I don't get it. Well, think about it, like, KKK came through power through what? Like, through the government? Like, people in, in power were part of the KKK. Like, it was a thing that they used to like intimidate black people. Like, it was your everyday Joe Schmoes, like, put on those white hoods. Now the hoods are off and they're just out there. Why, which is just, I mean, they still wear the hoods. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like, alt-right, far-right, white supremacy, like, Dude. it's just out there now. It's not, they don't need, they don't need hoods anymore. Did I tell, did I tell you uh, when I was, really young and I just got on Facebook I was just you know the super Christian kid innocent didn't know anything at all and I found this really cool photo of a burning cross and I put it as my Facebook photo Facebook photo and I was like no one said anything to you no no someone did oh like um, I'm yeah for real like I um, we would this is back when we used to carpool with our neighbor, who is Michael Joyner. Oh. He, he was, who's, you know, he's a police officer, he's black, mm. and awesome dude. He's retired now, but his daughter messaged me, because um, we were, like, friends. Well, she was best friends with, like, my sister at the time. She was like, do you know what this is? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I just saw this cool photo. And she was like, that's the KKK, and I was like, "Oh, shh. oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, for me, it's like I which is the most blasphemous thing to do. You know, it's funny. Like the things that Christians are not up in arms against, right. you would think that they would. They're like, "Oh yeah, KKK is bad, right?" Yeah, yeah, that's bad. You'd think that, right? You Especially because Jesus was a brown man. He's brown. Not in some people's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he was white as white can be. He's he, he was actually white. Yeah. yeah. There's there's such a prevailing model now within the church where it's like there's a war against wokeism. Like if you're woke, you're wrong or if you're woke, which inherently like the original term for woke was like derived in the like the 60s and especially within the black community about like you're aware of like what's happening. Like you're yeah. aware of what's going on. Like you you woke up. Yeah, like you're like, "Oh, what's happening yeah. isn't right and so and, and and i will say like there's a there's a pseudo form of like wokeness where it's like 
I'm gonna have, I'm gonna do the, uh, the uh, performative politics, like, you know, I'm gonna have the Black Lives Matter sign or the Black Lives Matter sticker or whatever, but you know, I won't even go, you know, love my neighbor, like, which I think is dumb. But then also the same thing with, you know, the other side, it's like, oh, we wanna see all these things happen with pro-life and all these other, and I'm like, but you won't even love the people around you. Like, yeah, it's stupid. It's, I mean, you're talking about something wild how you can even just make, you're just making a statement. How, how can a statement like Black Lives Matter even be controversial? That because is so all wild lives to matter, Keegan. That's so stupid. You don't get it. So all dumb. lives matter in the eyes of God. <laughs> right, yeah. It's, it, it's like, they're not, they're, they're, it's like they're not even asking for anything more no. they're not saying better they're not saying no. like better than or we were like than. more than or whatever they're just saying matter yeah. period nothing more yeah. and people decide oh that's controversial right but why but why is it like is at the and I, I mean it's I mean, other than people just being, I guess, yeah. racist. I mean, I don't even think, seriously, I don't even think it's a racist thing. I think it's this, and it, it kind of just talking about last night, or when we were at that guy's group, yeah. um, which is great. It was a great conversation. I think it's just this idea of, like, the perpetuating fact of, like, omitting or saying something that I deem as, like, quote-unquote controversial or... Yeah. Tied to Marxism or right. anti-family, anti, which is not like the original statement. It was just a statement that someone said, like, right. and it grew from there. It became a political thing, whatever. Which most black people wouldn't be in that. Like, they wouldn't tie themselves like to the Black Lives Matter political movement. We would definitely tie ourselves more to the idea of like the statement, the phrase. But that's the thing. It's like it's the same thing Martin Luther King said about. The biggest challenge is not the 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 KKK or the ra- like the far like racist people. It's the white moderate. Like it's yeah. the one that's like, no, wait your turn. Like this is like not time. Like it's like it's not. And again, it's like it wasn't the people who are inherently quote unquote racist. It was the yeah. one that was like, stop. Like it's trying to suppress like progress from happening. Yeah. And I think it's going to be very interesting. 10 to 20 years to see and look back in, in, in history and say, like, oh man, what side of history are you on? Like, yeah, I, you know? I, I mean, I guess what's weird to me is that, like, the United States as a whole sort of, like, idolizes or is just, like, in love with suffering. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. It's the, like, it's just like, oh, you should work 60 hours a week and barely make it by because you gotta earn it. Like, right. Why though? Like we, it's our founding fathers, man. They died <laughs> yeah. for this. My people were brought over for this, so yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. My people were over here brought over so that you could have a railroad, right? Like you know, like, it's so it's it's. I don't. I really don't get it. Like, um, it was just one of those things. Like when I learned about, I think I might have said this, and forever ago, but like, Karl Marx made a good point. He's just saying we have so much resource now. We have enough for everybody. Well, and people we also have, don't study. They don't, well, they yeah, don't read. Well, they yeah, don't. they don't. Like, if anyone has ever taken any sociology class, whatever, yeah, there is Marxism. You learn about Marxism. Yeah. You learn about the good and the bad. Like, yeah. you well, wrestle with like, attention on what it is. He was kind of like a, just like a doctor. Yes. Like, 
way back then. He's like, I he's like, I see that there's an illness here. The prescription he gave for it wildly did not work, you right. know. <clears throat> but like the illness, the illness is still there, right? You know, but it's just him saying, look at we have more than enough for people to work way less to still have enough and survive, but we don't do that, and it's wild to me. And I was talking with someone from that group, um, and they they were like, yeah, but you don't think work is good? And it's like, no, I'm just saying like, why no. not, why wouldn't we wanna work 20 hours a week and so enjoy. that we have time to do stuff we actually enjoy? Because I think there is a prevailing idea too of like, there's, and in, 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 in a lot of us it's like, one day we hope to make it to the upper echelon of the wealth. Yeah, it's like gambling. Wealth. Yeah, like you're like, that's part of like the American dream. It's like, if I work hard enough, yeah. then I get to that place. Yeah. And then I can take it easy and things like that. And right. then, you know, watch the suffering of other people. Uh, but, yeah. like, but at the same time, it's like, there's an idea and I, whatever you want to believe about this or not, like Jesus talks about, the Bible actually talks about more about wealth inequality more than anything else. Okay. And, I mean, seriously, in the year of Jubilee, it would be a time of like, oh, my wife just came in. We're podcasting. Hi. Yeah. We're, no, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. We're Get out of here. We're in a public place. That's fine. I don't feel bad. <laughs> no, you're fine. Get the El Guapo. It's fire. Get a muffin. <laughs> anyway, so the year of Jubilee in Israel, okay. it happened. And basically, you would forgo any debt. Sure. You would release all the captives, the prisoners, everyone like that. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like every seven years, Yeah, right? and so it was this idea but of like... But that was just for Jewish people. Right. Well, apparently it was supposed to be all-inclusive one day. Like, it was to start yeah. with the Jewish people, and then they were supposed to bring everybody in. And all-inclusive. Uh, all-inclusive. So, all I'm saying is, like, it's funny because that to America, which it's a biblical principle. Yeah. Biblical. We were found on... Biblical Christian, I'm, you can't see I right can't, now. I'm doing quotations in there. Um, like I mean, I'm saying like, like trying to make it sound as know, as air quotes as, as air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. Air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> but like the Bible, more than anything else, damns the idea of wealth inequality and That's and the mismanagement of money. Doesn't doesn't talk about as much as sexuality. Doesn't talk as much about anything else. It talks a lot about. Right the mismanagement of wealth right and you bring that up to any christian they get ticked yeah it's because they're i mean it's like capitalism is the is the real god or idol in the united it states is. which it's is 100 it because it's just like why it is. like it always leads to suffering and it, I, I don't know it's because this idea of i can if i work hard enough yeah i can make it to that place i shouldn't be so blatantly biased right now but I mean <laughs> it's just like I just don't I'm like what it's not I'm, I have nothing against ideas mm-hmm. but when you try ideas and they don't work you don't keep on trying them you try different well it apparently it works for everybody right yeah besides the huge wealth disparity in the United States but they wouldn't see it they would say right. they, they haven't made it because of they haven't worked hard right enough. right they're just sucking the teeth of the government yeah which is very very not true like yeah and i came from upper middle class and i was taught to like work you got to work if you don't work you don't eat but at the same time like should i really have to work 40 hours to make ends meet 40 hours a week yeah stupid yeah 
So. Hi, Kendall. <laughs> it, yeah. So that's just the thing. It's just I don't understand. Well, I mean, also like, what's interesting for me? You dropping my mics now? Oh, God. You go clip it back on. I'm trying. <laughs> what the See, this is what's wrong with the mobile setup. There you go. I'll say this. You should probably clip it more like here. No. Oh. It's harder on a t-shirt. You got a button down. You got to pinch the t-shirt. Oh, it's going to ruin my t-shirt. Ruin my Prince t-shirt. You are wearing a Prince t-shirt. I love Prince. Yeah, I think that'll be fine. That's fine. Might have to move it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, sorry, keep saying what you're saying. Sorry for the... Actually, I'll just hold it. No, don't hold it. Why? That's worse. Really? Yeah, it sounded really loud. Uh, there you go, right there. Perfect. That'll do. That'll do, peak. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. One th I, what's interesting for me is... I grew up around a lot of like poor people mm -hmm. um, because I didn't grow up upper middle class. Hey. Uh, but like, so I'm used to being around black people, especially, mm. but poor black people. Yeah. And one of the things I learned while working at the state was, and we talked about this last week too, is yeah. like, there's there's a thing as like poverty culture. Yeah. Like like poor culture yeah and that is different than black culture yes and one of the things i'm trying to learn now is trying to familiar familiarize myself with the difference between the two but i think even then too there's the idea of like i have like there's still the idea of too it's like when we look at like hip-hop and some of the stuff that like and within hip-hop the yeah. most the prevailing thing is there's some culture in there, but at the same time, it's like, this is my experience growing up. And this, I mean, there's some people who are like, you know, like Kid Cudi, Kanye West, they, they weren't, they didn't come up like in this, they, I mean, Kanye West had a single mom, but at the same time, his mom was like a doctor. Like, you know, like she, he he didn't rap about, oh, I'm Gus, I'm, you know, I'm busting a cap, I'm selling this job, I'm flipping this stuff. Like, he was like, no, I got emotions. And <laughs> I don't know what to do with my emotions. And I think my that- My emotions. My emotions. You don't have the answer, Sway. Um, but I think there's a thing too of like, I think when you are around a specific amount of social economic group, mm. it's, a, it's a tribalist thing too as well. So even like, I think about sometimes, and I think this is more of where the next, besides like gender identity, I think is the next like huge gonna be, I mean, it's always an argument, but like specifically in the United States, it's gonna be your social economic status is like what determines like the amount of age you get. Like it's just, oh yeah. Like it's like, at first it was like ethnicity. Now it's getting more into more of like social economic and like gender. Like right. um, there's still, I think I feel like such, like people who are, I don't even want to say poor, but just lacking resources are still kind of treated like crap. Yeah. Like, like almost like they are not human, you know? Oh yeah, no, um, that's true. They don't have, they really don't have But rights. America also does take care of their 
compared to every other country. Wait, can, can, wait. Say what you're. You know, I'm saying. Actually, say your thought. What, what are yeah, you saying? I'm saying like, in ter- we have more non for profits, things like that, resources to help fight against poverty than most other countries. Well, I mean, if I'm understanding what you're saying, but the the reason we have so many nonprofits is because right. our government. Right, right. No, and that's yeah, that's yeah. I'm just saying like we have a lot of non for profits. But that's because our because government of, yes. doesn't do its job. Right. Like Which that should be the role of the church. <laughs> just saying. I think it was it was either Sweden or Switzerland housed all of their homeless people. Right, right. And they're saving like twenty million dollars a year or something right. stupid. Sweden is like those weird outlier it is well it's i mean all of scandinavia is like that yeah it's just it's odd i mean here's a here's a let me throw something i heard from a racist guy your way see what you think perfect they were he they were talking about scandinavia and how like peaceful it is and how happy everyone is and Mm. their programs and shit whoops sorry my bad Um, (laughs) they all their they have all that all that stuff you know all those welfare programs that work nationalized healthcare you know transportation good infrastructure all that Mm. all that stuff and this guy was saying the reason that's like Something along the lines of like the reason why that is is because it's a homogenous society, mm. and it's not diverse. Mm. And I don't know. It's like for me, it's like it is a homogenous society. Interesting. But it's like if we, if our government implemented those same things here, it would be just as beneficial. So it's like who's paying for it, Keegan? Who's paying for it? Don't start with me. Don't start with me. I'm about to go on a 20-minute-long rant if you do that. I don't want my taxes to be any higher than what they need to be. See, this is the thing about... this. Is, oh, my God. I'm going to go on a rant here for a second. Okay. I would say, and this is the thing. I'm talking specifically about Christianity. I'm coming from this worldview. If the church did what it was actually supposed to do, we have maybe 300 something churches in foreign Indiana and in a, in a, in a, within a block, within a neighborhood. Let's just say those community groups inherently took care of those communities. That church took care of those communities. They sure. helped pay for daycares, for baby, like, like all the things that, like with it, when it, anyone's in need, that community took care of that. Do you, re- I don't think we fully realize the power cap- like capability of just even that. You have a not-for-profit status as a church. You're not taxed, right? Yeah. You, 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 you run these programs for whatever reason. Not going to get into that because I'm like harping on the church. I will. I'll do it. Okay. Well, he will. I won't. I love the church. She can be ugly sometimes, but I love her. Anyways. Sometimes. She... <laughs> <laughs> But I'm saying, like, I, I imagine a place where it's like, and I told Ken and I were talking about this a while ago. If we were to ever start a church, I would work, I would never take a paycheck. I would want every resource that we ever collected or taken in to be given to the poor. Well, I mean, that sounds great. 
you know but like it sounds great but the vast majority of churches don't do that right and it's like they just they fill their they try to fill their seats and take people's money and that's like pretty much what they do right in my opinion they should be taxed i think if you're at a certain population you should start getting taxed like you you think the like these 3000 strong you know mega churches or like you know 10000 seaters that are getting filled every week really are doing they're not doing anything like it's it's maddening no, they're paying to me. off bills they're paying off medical debt you see those guys they invite people up and they got these big old checks and they i know it's stupid it, I, I, it's it's really dumb it would be i don't know i just i think relying on that is no it's not relying on i'm saying if the church did what it was supposed to do like well i think if the if the church quote unquote as far as the population of people did what they were supposed to do which w it would reflect in our at least in the United States it would reflect also into our policy and the people uh, we elect mm. but they but, but that doesn't happen no because what power corrupts well no they're obsessed with money power well it's it's power but it's not that's I feel like it's taking away the responsibility from the population that is responsible. Right. So say me and you, let's say, whatever, one day, we started a community, a church. And or just a community center. Yeah, just a community center. Fine, whatever. And majority of that specifically fixating on we're in a low-income community. Mm -hmm. We're going to provide resources, training, things like that to uplift this community. Yeah. What if churches, instead of fixating on a Sunday morning program, new soundboards, screens, lights, lights, projectors, fog machines, salaries, salaries, like, fine, whatever. Okay, even if you didn't want to take the salary, like, someone's got to run it, right? Someone's got to be the program director, whatever. I get paid for working at a nonprofit. I want to get paid. Like, I don't yeah, wanna... but you don't work at a church. Right, but still, I'm saying, like, and still in the same way of, like, the way that it's viewed, they're still both not-for-profits. You know what I'm saying? I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, so my degree is in nonprofit management. Oh, I get there you, you man. <laughs> but like, okay, so yeah, I'm gonna ask you like, so instead of like churches being viewed as like this collection of people that need to be there solely for the fact of like avoiding hell. Well, yeah, that. But at the same time, it's like empowering you to genuinely love and take care. I'm, I'm gonna give an example for this, and this is just. I'm not trying to brag, but this is kind of what happened yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to humble boast. Okay, go I'm ahead. humble brag. I got you. Yesterday, our elevator is broken, right? And we have a, uh, a neighbor who uses a, a mechanical wheelchair. My first thought is like, okay, we got to get her upstairs. You're insane. I am. Uh, <laughs> what? Anyways, well, yeah, you're helping take care of, like, a person right now. Like, anyways, but it... <laughs> Kendall's here, and she's talking yeah, mad shit. She's talking mad shit. Um, anyways, what time? Oh, we gotta go here. So. Anyways, the point is, my first thought, intuition, was to help this person, right? Yeah. And whether that you are believing in, in a deity or you don't, the first thing I thought to do was to help. What if we could begin to shift the change in the mindsets of people in our community? I was thinking about our conversation guy group. 
to shift the community's ideals into saying like I'm going to become less individualistic, right? More and more collective community. Communistic. No. Because yeah, no. I mean, you know what I'm saying? People who I mean, I don't know. It's it's like people always use the most extreme examples. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People always use the most extreme examples of like homeless people, right? For instance, and it's like, well. Homeless people aren't the only people who need help. Everyone, need, everyone needs help every now and then. Right. And being able to help others, right. um, it generates like a cycle. Because yeah. generally it's like a domino thing. Right. You helped me, I'm going to help someone else. Or right. help you. Or we'll help someone together. Right. Because people always use those most extreme examples of people who are generally mentally ill, having issues, and... They're, they're like takers or whatever right and it's like they use that as an example of like reasons not, not to, to help not to do something yeah and it's like well no we should still help right and it's like <clears throat> like I think prison's a great example actually oh, I, 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 I shouldn't have brought this up at the end of the conversation because we're closing it out but still like I was prisons thinking, are prisons. The prison system is demonic. <laughs> just saying, I, well, I it really the, is. The, the industrial the prison, prison system. The is prison awful. system within the United States is just modern day slavery. Yes, and it's awful. I mean, the. I was talking with people, and I was like, I think it should look like a rehabilitation center. Yes. I was like, I think that we should rehabilitate everyone. Yes. Who can be rehabilitated? Yes. And the reason, especially why, if you didn't do a violent crime. I was like. And the, yeah, but there's like outside, even outside of the reason we should be doing it, which is the they're humans and they deserve dignity, deserve to be treated well. Sound like a Christian? Yeah, right. <laughs> Christians are the ones who made the prisons. Get out of here, dude. Nah. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, Set the captives free, baby. Yeah. Just make sure no, they die in that, prison first. We will have to talk about the industrial prison system because it is so inherently awful. Well yeah, but like, like I was talking with I was talking with Christians and I was like, I feel like it should look like this. I was like, it should look like this, because it's like even outside of the human aspect, like if you want to look at it from an economic standpoint or a policy standpoint, you want your citizens in your in your countries. Yeah. To be, taxes. Yeah, you want them to be productive, productive members, members of society. Yep, yep, yep. And like, I wrote a whole paper about this. Right, and yeah. it's just, I mean, if you really want to get into like conspiracy, but not even, it's not even really a conspiracy, it's, really it's conspiracy. just reality. It's what it is. CRT. If you really want to get into it, like, if you talk about like the targeting of the black, black community, community. Oh, even with testing. putting them into modern like just like a modern day it's just modern day slavery just putting them back into it yeah you know hey work for us we'll pay you 10 cents an hour or even the idea of like when a person gets out of prison right and they can't get a job what are they supposed to do what are they supposed to do what are you supposed to go back to prison right Uh, it's 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 way easier to be in there than to be out here you make it hard for someone even just to like get a job well, because our, our prison system is so traumatizing. Yes. It's like we t- you take people who 
uh, let's say they got uh, arrested for possessing marijuana. Right. Oh, okay. I have a cousin that happened. That. Yeah. yeah. You take that person who probably wasn't, probably wasn't a, a quote unquote bad. bad person at all. Right. You know, was just a normal everyday guy. It's and then you throw them in prison. Learn that'd be a better criminal. Traumatize them. Yep. You know, not only is the is it you're separated from family, you're in a cage, literally. And then you're also with people who will traumatize you. And then you throw them back out. And then you're you're like, yeah, that's gonna like that like it doesn't work. Moral, like it's your it own moral work. it's your own moral agency that put you in that position. So you should face the consequences. Yeah. There should be consequences. There should. And the crazy thing is that people, like, they go to the most extreme example whenever I say, whenever I say, hey, our prison should be. It's hypotheticals. The the what ifs, like, give us some sort of, like, validation. Instead of actually looking at the real statistics. And that's where I say Christians, I I will say this specifically towards in the Christian worldview. Shout out to my new podcast. <laughs> we'll have much more conversations like this. Get off Keegan's and come to mind. Uh, no, no, I think really. this is where you and I are going to always agree on in terms of this is the idea that people inherently have the capacity to do good. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and I believe in my, at least my Christian worldview, that God inherently made us good. Sure. Right? Like, sin or evil, whatever, like, like that was like a sickness and not something that's been passed down generation generation because of one sure one dude's bad decision to eat a fruit him and his you know wife point is even if it was one person even if it was one person um which again that's even whatever we won't go into that theology but the point is people have the inherent ability to do good we have the apparent ability to do great harm but we also have the apparent ability to do great good sure yeah. And the prison system is not teaching people no. that they have the ability to contribute to society, yeah. to get back into society, to have flourishing lives. Yeah. We should want, especially, I'm talking to Christians here, you should want to see people come out of prison and do well. And do well. That was my conversation with Josh King. Thank you so much for stopping in and listening to the Undefined Podcast. And until we see you next time, have a wonderful week.